Afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Okay. Not here. This is the first time I'm hearing this. I know you liking what you're saying. I know you liking what you're saying. What? You wanna fuck me in a club now? What? What? What'd she say? You wanna fuck her in a what? You wanna fuck her in a club? In a club. Oh, I think she's at a, a prog mart. I know you liking what you're saying. I know you liking what you're saying. Uh, you wanna fuck me in a club now? Okay. Why you saying club me what? In club now? There's another syllable there. Something about fucking in the clubs. But there's another syllable. Club something. What's the something? Club what? Give it to me. Do what you're supposed to do. Give it to me. Do what you're supposed to do. Give it to me. Mm. Hot sex on a platter. Ooh. Hot sex on a platter. I respect that. Hot sex on a platter. Hot sex on a platter. Yeah, yeah. Where you at? That's how they really missed it. They missed it. Quarter million dollar for gaze on. I'm raised on. Gold a lot of diamonds with stones back in the face on. I'm talking, nigga. Please holler at my liaison. Oh, oh. Loving them to fuck with them. Convoy of truckable guys in front of them. Yeah, yo, that Buster's hard. Is that Buster oh. Rhymes there? That's Buster Rhymes? That's the Buster Rhymes. Oh. Is that with Skillabang? No, that's not the Skillabang. That's the next song. Okay. Who's, who's, who's that girl? Who's Skillabang? the big artist from Jamaica. Oh, from Jamaica. Yeah, so Skillabang is part of... There's a whole new thing going on in Jamaica right now where it's like... It's not dance hall. It's not really reggae. It's, it's Jamaicans doing hip-hop. Doing hip hop, street huh. hip hop, trappish shit. So it's getting categorized as reggae, but it's not reggae. It's nothing about it is reggae. Right. It's, it's getting it's, categorized because of the slang and the, the slang and the street talk as Jamaicans doing it, but it's not reggae. And there's a whole new wave of this, these young kids making this play, play like, um, real quick, play skill a bang. Brick pon brick. Brick pon brick. Yeah, that was the first one that blew up. Yes, Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Brick pon brick. Brick pon brick. Brick brick. Brick pon brick. Brick pon brick pon brick. Brick pon brick. Brick pon brick pon brick. When me, I use my supper phone, my chatting a lot, a ramp with my mother food, Spanish son, So you see what I'm saying? Like, you're, if you're, take, him, take him off that beat. You don't think reggae. Well, no, no. And take him off the beat and take away the patois. Right. Just make his flow English. 
Right. It doesn't, so it's like, so there's this big, there's this big thing in Jamaica where me, me and the older cats are like, oh, fuck. it's good, but it needs another. It's not reggae. And is it being called dancehall or reggae? Well, you know, it's playing in the reggae parties and, and radio and stuff. Well, it's because it's playing for the, the crowd Jamaican. that also likes reggae. Correct. Correct. But it's not. Well, this one's interesting musically, too, because the beat feels sort of like. Play, um, play Crocodile Teeth. Crocodile Teeth. Yeah, Crocodile Teeth big. Oh, that's a big one. 18 million. Okay. So that one's pretty good. That's good. It's really good. I like Skillabang a lot. I just so what's happening in my old dance hall brain, Afrobeat has taken the place of dance hall when it comes to party vibes. In the international dancing, getting wild in the club. You mean you mean a foreign? <laughs> no, we're a foreign. That, that's what you mean, though. You don't mean in yeah. Jamaica. No, in Jamaica too. Oh, really? The Afrobeats got that big too. Yeah, the Afrobeats. No, the Afrobeats was big in the Caribbean. That's how Afrobeats got to America. Because you know, another thing, Cypress Town, <laughs> don't get credit for okay. is breaking Afrobeats in America. Wait, when did I don't you get start, that credit. When did you do that? Oh. That's not. Come on, we don't have time for this. 2012, bro. 2012, I was playing Wiz Kid, and and the band on on Hot 97. Ebro was like, "Stop playing that. We nobody knows what that is. Stop playing that." Hey, Ebro, I think this is gonna be big. Don't play that anymore. We don't know what it is. Four years later, Ebro's hugged up with Burner Boy and Wiz Kid. Like, oh, Apple Music. These are my best friends from Africa. Fuck out of here, man. Fuck out of here. Of all the many things Ebro's taking credit for, nothing's higher on the list than Afrobeat. Bro, come on. I was on that shit so early. I was on a podcast and I said, this was, I don't know, like before, like a year before pandemic. Man, not even, maybe not even. So I'm on a podcast and I go, hey, I think Afrobeats is not as big as when I broke dance hall in the early 2000s because there's no star yet. There's there's no Sean Paul of Afrobeats like there was a yeah, Sean Paul right. of dance hall 2002 2003 sure. right sure. and they're like what about Wizkid I said he's the closest thing to it but not yet I'm talking about to white girls listening to you know for it to cross over into like America not us urban folks not people that are in tune to to cross over white America. Nigerians lit me up, bro, on my Instagram. They're going to oh, kill I'm, your I'm father. Right. Your father dead. Your father dead. But your father is dead. My father already is dead. Then I came with the receipts of the import dates on my iTunes of WizKid and all this shit that I was playing on Hot 97. Bro, I go to I go to London with Dave, uh, name dropper, Mr. Name dropper. 
this guy comes up to me, goes, yo, I want to let you know something. I'm the guy that made that video dissing you about Afrobeats and all that shit. And he goes, I want to apologize, man. He's like, yo, you came with the receipts. I go, I, he goes, I apologize, bro. And he goes, do you know what it means for a Nigerian to apologize? I go, it's a big deal, isn't it? He goes, it's a big deal. It's wow. a big deal. Anyway, my point is whatever. So, so that party vibe aspect is being held down by Afrobeats. Mm. So Jamaica still makes music, but now they're making all this fucking hard street shit, which is dope, but it's not reggae. Right, right. But it's fire. And now here's another thing. There's another guy. His name is Russian. He's a big producer. Remember that girl? Remember the, what was that video you showed me where she had the lollipop on her puss? Shansia. Shansia. Okay. Her producer, the original producer, I don't know if she's still with him, but it was a guy named Russian. Now, Russian's a big producer in Jamaica. He did a lot of early, um, in his early days, did a lot of Vibes Cartels records. He now is like this big producer where he's like producing like Italian trap. Okay. There's like there's like this crazy trap movement in Milan. The reason why I know this, I mean, I already knew it because I, I I follow this shit. But one day I'm in my barber shop and I'm with my boy Sabine, and he has a guy there, and he's like the biggest Italian trap video director. And he's like this young kid. He's probably like 26 and he's from Rome and he shows me all these videos that he's done. And it's like wild Italian trap shit. It's wow. fucking fire. Oh, that is so crazy. But Russian is one of the biggest producers, like a Jamaican who crossed over into like trying to go into the pop world. I guess he's just like, nah, I'm not going to just be making Jamaican music. I'm out of here. Can I ask you a question that's unrelated to this? Yeah. Do you remember when you used to use your controller at Hot 97 in, in the main studio? Never did. Yeah, you did. We, we tried. Did. We, we barely did it. We ba- this is early controller. I'm talking okay. about yeah. I'm talking about 10, 12 years oh, the ago. The little one I had, the little ve- uh, Vestex one I had probably. And do you remember you asked them, like, can they give you a connection for RCAs? In yeah. The, where yeah. did they put the RCA connection? Right into the mixer. Like, but was it, was, it was, the, was down? It was down to the left of the board. Like, actually, like, cause remember, you used to plug in. You only did it a few times, but you plugged in sitting right in your seat, and you ran an RCA. Oh, cable. in the in the. I mean, in the main room. In the main room. Oh, yeah, I don't know. They had a jack somewhere. Um, I don't remember where it was. That was that was a long time ago, and I've been disgraced for many years. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um. All right, Cipher. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Well, I had the vid again. I was down with the vid. Yeah, again. That's what I mean. Again. Yeah, I mean that's the part of the game. I don't know why I sounded surprised, but yeah. but how how down? I should say. I wasn't down much. I had. I didn't know. I even had. I was sick on Monday. I had a little cough, little <laughs> little body ache. Okay. I said, oh, but look, mind you, this is coming off the week with Chappelle where I didn't sleep more than two hours a night. Right. Staying up to final. So I was like, I need to rest. I, I, my body, I took it too far. I took a COVID test. It was negative. Okay. I was like, I took it too far. Uh, let me rest today. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to watch fucking, I watched a movie or whatever. 
The next day I felt fine. Next day I went to work. Next day I went to work. I, I did two comedy spots. Felt great. I, I took it. I was easy in the daytime. Went to work at night. Then Wednesday I'm supposed to go to Virginia with Mo. I was coughing a little. So you're I go, hey. Mo you're talking about Mo Ammer. My boy Mo Ammer from the Rock DC film Black Adam. We're supposed to all ride together down to Virginia. We're going to do the show in Virginia. We're going to drive straight to DC. And then we're in DC the whole weekend. I have a little cough. I go, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to hear Mo's fucking mouth. All right. I don't want to ride in the car with him. And what's he, what would he do? Bit. Huh? He would be talking shit. Hey, well, you got COVID, you coughing. Ah, oh, whatever. I coughing into my, uh, whatever. I said, you know, I'm going to drive myself. I'm going to drive myself. Hey, Mo, I got a little cough. I don't want to be in the car with you guys. Just in case I'm going to drive myself. He goes, hold up. I feel sick. Okay. Bro, he comes back. He sends me his. He took a COVID test. That shit popped. Pow! Like, as soon as it touched his nose, he didn't have to put the drops in the little <laughs> chester kit. The, the Q-tip exploded in his nose. Pow! <laughs> so he got the vid. So I take another test, and the line was really faint. The second line, but it was yeah, there. The second line, but it was faint. I didn't even see it. So I go to the doctor. The doctor was like, yeah, you got the vid, buddy. How, well, how long did it take the doctor to tell you? 10 minutes. Oh, they, they, they could do it. They did a rapid at the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I they think they'll do a rapid. If it's positive, then it's positive. But if it's negative, they'll do a PCR. That way you get the, the, the right, more but if it's positive it's done and they keep it moving. It's positive is positive. So whatever. So I, so I was down, I was down. And then he said, uh, he so what do you, pro. when you say down, First do you mean all. sick or just, First just what? He was a, he was Jewish. He was Jewish. I, so I, was like, I hope he doesn't know I'm down with, with Dave Chappelle. You know what I mean? um, he had the little hat. He had his little hat on. He had that little 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 hat. But um, no, he was like, bro, he didn't give a fuck. He was like, ah, it's not what it used to be. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> he's like, wear a mask if you want, but whatever. He's like, he's like, it's five days quarantine since your first sign of symptoms. I'm like, all right, well, my symptoms were Monday. What? He's like, ah, Friday, you're done. Saturday, you want to be safe? This Saturday. This sounds very Jewish, this guy. <laughs> so he was just like, they got medicine for COVID now. I go, honestly, I don't even feel sick. Like, just, he goes, yeah, here's something for you. He goes, well, you also got a sinus thing, probably from coughing, whatever. So he gave me some medicine. But I was like, he was like, just lay low till, till Saturday. I was like, well, I was supposed to be out of town anyway, so I have no work scheduled. So I just laid low well, and just my basement is looking immaculate. And Mo didn't go either. I'm guessing the whole weekend. No, no, no. Mo had to Mo had to put the announcement out, rescheduled it for January. Okay. He's all right. He's all right. All right. So but you're yeah, back now. Yeah. You're back now in these streets. When I say down, I mean down from work. I wasn't sick. Right, right, right. You weren't down for the count. I didn't lie. I didn't tell a lot of people I had the vid. I don't want to hear it. I have to tell you about my week last week, Sife. And apparently it was a doozy. It was a doozy. And it's interesting because you know, usually our Discord, I'll check in on the Discord when something's going on yeah. and see what they're saying. Right. And I didn't even see a lot of it make it to the Discord. I don't even know what happened. So it didn't even make it to me. Well, I'm I a best friend. Uh, that's true. I sent you a note and but you didn't you didn't then check in. Because you if you you could have just hit a Google. Hit a Google. You know what? We're sitting here right now. 
Google my name right now. Wait, what note did you send me? You you said you wrote Billy wrote it down. You responded, "Hey Billy, write it down." I said, "I have some shit going on." You said, "Billy, write it down." Was it in the one app? Yeah, in the one app chat. But don't uh, worry about that. Just go okay. to Google and type in my name, and let's see okay, what here. comes I'm up. At the for Google, you. Peter Rosenberg. Radio host responds to backlash for saying Kelly Rowland played second to Beyonce. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. What Do happened? Do you see how many? Hold on. When you go to news, hit the tab. Hit the news tab. Up on top. Hit that Dude. news tab. See how many <laughs> pop up on news. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You popped up. You out here. You out oh, here. Oh, God. It was so annoying, Scythe. It was so. What happened? What the fuck? Oh, you know what? You're right. I did see you. Wait, I saw you on like a, in an RV with Ebro and Laura. Yes, you saw us. I guess RV. you were going to witness protection program. I went to witness protection. <laughs> what was that? That, no, that? We, we, we started doing this thing a couple years ago. We go with this awesome lady, Erica Ford. She's like a, a violence prevent uh, prevention person, and oh, she has the she has a peace mobile. So oh, okay. once or twice a year, we go out in the peace mobile, right? <laughs> so we brought and, and and our engineer Benz comes along, and we broadcast in there. So it just so happened that the day I was apologizing was from this <laughs> RV. So people are like, "What is going on?" Anyways, here's the story yeah. for anyone who missed it. Yeah, <laughs> we we had, and I've been looking forward. I've been looking forward to doing one app because publicly all I could do with the avalanche of I'm a horrible person who doesn't respect everyone. I was under so much of it that all I tried to do was just like, I'm sorry. I just tried I, to not fight am it. I in, and am I in business with the wrong people? What am I doing? There's so much I mean, controversy here. What do you mean? Should I get a different partner? Did too much drama around you, oh, man. I, 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 you're dragging I know. me down. I know you're probably right. So, so, um, <laughs> so I was looking forward to one app so I could give a little context because the, context. The short of it is this: interviewing Kelly Rowland. She's promoting a movie. She's there with the girl who's starring in the movie, who's a big star from um, Blackish. Don't fuck it up. Don't. I can't. Fuck it I can't up. fuck it up. The young actress. Very talented, very charismatic as well. Mm -hmm. And she was, she's in from Blackish. I got it right. Um, Which one is she from Blackish? She plays the daughter of the younger daughter. She plays Diane Johnson. That's the younger daughter. She's probably only like 18 now. So, yeah, that's the younger one. So they come in promoting the movie. Here's the truth of the matter Mm -hmm. I fucked up because. (laughs) Natalie, you ain't got to do that here. Well, no, Natalie had told me that she watched Kelly, a clip of Kelly Rowland with Angie. And she talked about this scene in which Angie, you know, had a conversation with her about how hard a worker she is and how hard she had. And then she Kelly brought up, you know, how hard Beyonce works. And so blah, blah, blah. And they had this really nice conversation. I am a fuck face. And I do too many things. And I didn't go watch the clip myself. I heard what Natalie told me. And the, by the way, when Natalie heard my version, she was like, that's ah, not what the fuck I told you. And I was like, I know, I know it wasn't. But when you're on the spot, you just 
if you're not prepared, which is how I fucked up. So I start trying to ask this question <laughs> about thriving while being next to someone who's such a big star. Yeah. And I said, I tried in my clumsy ass way to, to say, like, like I, I have to work with Ebro. I didn't plan on doing that. No one gets into this business to be a, you know, I think I said to play second to someone else. And that was the line. So when Kelly answered, <laughs> when she answered, she started like really getting intense. Yeah. And I'm like, uh -oh. oh, what did I say? And, what did I step in here? <laughs> and everybody watching the clip is like, not everybody, a lot of people on Twitter. He's such a fucking moron. He didn't even know that she was reading him the whole time. Of course I knew what was going on. What did he want me to do? Fight back? Now, in retrospect, I wished I jumped in and said, hey, 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 I don't want you to think I'm comparing you to Beyonce. I'm not making some sort of comparison. I'm simply, I'm simply talking about working with someone who's immensely famous. And yeah, like, 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 I'll give you an example. Big boy to Andre. Five to Q-tip. But I already included that in the question. I said, like, big boy has to stand next to Andre 3000. Beyonce is a whole different thing. In my mind, it was not remotely offensive. It wasn't safe that I minded people being like, that was clumsy. That was dumb because I, 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 it was clumsy. It wasn't a great question. I saw everything, Saif, from the Beyonce's light skin. Oh, so she's to the, oh, why are you trying to separate them to the, Oh, you would never say that. You would never say that to a white artist. Oh, I'm like, well, hold on. Was this white artist in a group with Beyonce? Cause then I would. So he answers sounded like she had her answer together. Like next time someone tries to test me, yeah. I, I know what I'm going to say. And, and by the way, it was really good. Like, she in wrestling terms, she cut a promo. She's like, and people need to blah, 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 blah. And I'm looking at her the whole time, but she stopped looking at me. So oh, I'm like, is she you. talking to me or is she like, did I just bring something up? So she <laughs> rest of the interview continues. We go. That's the, that's halfway through. We go through the rest of the interview, have plenty of nice conversation, whatever. Afterwards, when the interview ends, no remote sense of tension. If she had been like, what the, what the fuck is wrong with you? I would have been like, oh my live? God. Was this live? No, taped. Okay. That's so if, why. I, if afterwards she had been like, what the fuck was that? I would have been like, oh my God, do you want to pull it out? I'm, I'm so sorry. That, I swear on everything holy. I would have just said, I'll cut it out. I'm so sorry. I didn't. Now. Oh, you're a fan of the pullout method. Absolutely. Uh -huh. So I hugged her goodbye. She yeah. hugged me back. Right. She was like, see you later, Rosenberg. I leave. Now, another thing to note, in this video, I'm sitting there wearing a black a clan's hat, a clan, a, a white clan's. <laughs> I'm wearing a black suit and a black tie. Why was yes, I wearing? Why? Why? Why, is the why would you guess I'd be wearing a black suit and a black tie on? A I weekend? hate to laugh. I'm going to say maybe a funeral. Correct. Okay. I'm going straight to a funeral. Which, right. by the way, I told her because she's like, oh, you're wearing a suit. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to a funeral. So, like, right. I'm going straight to the funeral of my man's brother, mm -hmm. okay, in Philly right afterwards. So, I'm not making that as an excuse. But, like, I was, it was a, a hectic day for sure. Say goodbye to her. All is good. I get to the funeral. 
And I'm like, I'm not feeling good about the way that went. Like something there was weird. Yeah, I, uh, let me send her a DM. Wait. Nothing. You haven't felt anything from the public yet. Nothing. It's this not just the video. Hasn't even edited. Okay. The video hasn't even been edited yet. So this is just in my own head. I'm like, okay. I hadn't even done my, I hadn't even spoken to Shawnee yet. Like Shawnee would be my arbiter of being right. like, Hey, what do you think about X, Y, Z? So at 1132 on Tuesday, I wrote Kelly, thank you for today. You were amazing as always. I feel like my question to you about the Destiny's Child dynamics was clumsy and off-putting. I hope it in no way offended you. I think you're absolutely the shit. Congrats on the movie. Do you often speak to her on DM? No, I don't I have no idea if she saw it. Okay. She may have never seen it. She may have seen it and ignored it. I don't know. You don't have her number. Uh-uh. Although I believe Ebro, I believe Ebro tried to reach out also and didn't hear anything. I come into work the next day. It's still, the video's not even up yet, I don't think. Oh, no, no, no. The video did. It came up that night. So it came okay. up that night before. I get into work the next day. I was like, oh, I got a couple tweets already about the Kelly interview. I was like, <laughs> you guys, I was like, did you guys think that was weird? And Shawnee and Ebro were like, yo, we were just talking about that. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you definitely, you definitely struck a nerve in some way. He's like, but I don't think she was going at you. Like, I don't think she was talking about you. He was like, because you didn't say, you didn't say anything like that. Like, I don't think, I think it was just about the idea of comparison. So we had this whole conversation about, do you think it's bad or not? Just a sidebar. This is an outsider looking in of a disgraced hot 97 radio personality, which by the way is perfect. This, Cause I almost became that this week. This beautiful, sweet Ebro talk is, 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 is a bus being put on top of you, <laughs> you behind the scenes. He put the bus on you. No, you it's mean? fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> well, no, but why? There's there's no real bus that can come from that. We, there was nothing to do. I just was, I was like, okay, well, let's let's see. No, the the there's something to do, man. We need to fucking deal with this right now. This this is getting ugly. Let's deal with this. Let's but try it, to get ahead of this. It hadn't gotten ugly yet. It hadn't taken. He knew it was gonna get ugly. Nah, he knew it was coming. Nah, I, I don't think any of I don't think any of us foresaw it going this far. I real hindsight is a hundred hundred. This is me doing Ebro. How do I huh. get rid of Rosenberg? <laughs> I should make rappers hate him. I should make black girls hate him. They, he's out. Black girls hate him. He's out. <laughs> he's out. There's no way you can survive that at Hot 97 if black girls mobilize. Basically, it just turned into a. A so a couple other. What was the first couple of tweets? How dare you? Yeah, and yo, that was some dumb shit you said to Kelly. And I immediately responded to the first couple of tweets I got. Yeah, and I'm like, you're absolutely right. Hated the question. Embarrassed, I asked it off right. top. Okay. Next day, get on the air. Unequivocal apology. Yeah. Unequivocal apology. I did not. It was a clumsy question. I I shouldn't have asked that the, that way. I'm sorry. The avalanche scythe is still going to the point is that it, like is is this part of the video now clipped out? Is it clipped out? <laughs> clipped you, know out. Many, you know how many more? Hold on. The actual <laughs> interview itself, yeah, only has. This is, this is very interesting. Yeah, the actual interview itself has 80, 000, views. eighty thousand views. Eighty thousand okay? views. The, the clip. Apology, 
The apology video has 40,000 views. Of yeah. course, less than the main one. The clip? Whose clip is it? Hot 97? Uh, it was, you, know, you know it's always that <laughs> random Twitter person who gets it up first and comes okay. up with the... Yeah. With the All I have to do is scroll through my timeline for a second. I'll see someone post it because they send it back to me like I haven't seen it. Right. People send it like, yo, did you, was this you? Um, <laughs> hold on. Let's see how many it has. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. The clip. I want to see how many the clip has. Clip's out of control. I mean, I, I don't know about out of control, but just keep in mind, the original video has 80,000. Here's one version of the clip, and I saw there are multiple ones. Yeah. 447,000. <laughs> 22 hours ago, a woman named Nikki <laughs> sent me a tweet. She has 6,000 followers. She sent me a tweet that says, you don't feel embarrassed, Rosenberg Radio, because this is real gross. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, A, I already apologized profusely. <laughs> B, real gross? <laughs> I mean, it was it was clumsy. It, I, I just like, I, I felt... Obviously, it struck a chord that people feel really sensitive about. Maybe I have a bad habit, Sife, because I'm sure I've done it a lot of other interviews. When people work with someone who's like an absolute icon, I can't help but ask questions. Yeah. Janet Jackson's my like my favorite artist of all time. If I was able to interview Janet Jackson within 10 minutes, I'd bring up Michael Jackson. And they weren't in a band together. They were actually yeah. basically completely disassociated. And I still would be like, yo, I got to ask you about growing up with Michael, though. It's just it's in my nature. I, and, and I maybe that's bad. I don't know. But Sife, this shit did not end. How about this? You'll, oh, this, here comes a good laugh for Sife. Yeah. Uh, D.L. Hughley posted it. <laughs> and D.L. Hughley just wrote like, this ain't it, chief. <laughs> Put some respect on her name. Oh, shit. I left him a what? comment. I was like, now, oh, why are you acting like you don't know me, bro? That that annoyed the shit out of me. Right. At least be like, yo, Rosenberg, come on. You're better than this. He acted like I was a fucking stranger. I stranger, saw Dio yeah. every day. We saw him every yeah, single for day. Many years. For many years. <laughs> Talked about real life like issues, had conversations, <laughs> and then you just want to get a few fucking likes and post the video and say, this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> ain't it, Chief. At least say one word acknowledging that you know me. Like, I was Nah, he's a good guy. He probably, he made a mistake. Even I if you don't go that far. Say my name at least like you know me. <laughs> Chief? That's fucked up, well, DL. Because DL what, said shit before what? that I've held off because I'm like, you know what? I like DL. Let me lay out. What what else, what other comments did you get? I'll tell you the truth. I did not get a lot of verified responses from like artists. But then, by the way, Kelly herself tweeted. She tweeted the next day, the day after it went crazy. Yeah. She tweeted. Here we go. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What did Kelly Rowland tweet? After everything went brazy, <laughs> she wrote, Have the most amazing day, Twitterville. Thank you all for your love and support. I know y'all got my back, and that made me do a happy dance this morning. Let me see your happy dance. Here's mine. And she posted a cartoon. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> so no like, no like, hey, saw your apology. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it though. He's not a bad guy, trust me. Wait, was the apology from the 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 stop the violence bus or what is it called again? Well, there was that, but then I apologized on Twitter. I, I posted it on Instagram. I sent her a DM. Angie was like, you should send her flowers. I was like. Facts. Angie Martinez? Yeah. She got involved? I, I texted with her. <laughs> because Angie <laughs> Angie commented on my post. Yo, keep my name out your mouth, LOL. Too soon? <laughs> And I texted her. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't need this. But she deleted it before. Funny thing is I saw it. I got annoyed. And when I went to look at it again, she had deleted it. So I called her and was like, and I mean, texted her and was like, what the fuck? And, you know, she angied me. I mean, she just busted my balls the whole time. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I listen, when I, do you remember when I got flowers for Lisa Lampanelli? Uh, no. You don't remember the Lisa Lampanelli thing? I remember the Lisa Lampanelli incident. I don't remember the oh, flowers. It ended with me buying her flowers. Uh-huh. Do you realize how far I went <laughs> that led to me buying flowers relative to what was just an attempt at a, you know, at a, at a legitimate question? It was a, it was, like I said, the, not this good. This one? This yeah. question? Yeah. You know how far that, my point is like, I felt like multiple apologies was well enough. I was yeah. like, I'm not going to grovel. I said, I said, sorry. If people want to think I'm a bad person, if I haven't done enough over 15 years of talking about the culture that you think that I just told you I'm a misogynist, I'm a racist. I showed it all to you with that one question. I don't have you anyway. And the apology and the yeah. flowers won't make a fucking difference. Right now. What, what were people saying though? Cause is it cause you're white? A, a lot of it was because listen, I know black girls that say the exact same thing all the time, all the time. Ooh. It's got to be a white thing. It has to be. I mean, listen, if you were to people say this, it's not a bad thing. It's just I... factual. I'm saying people have said this, like not, not even with her. I'm talking just about being in groups with people, like Joey Fatone. I've I've hung out with Joey Vitone. He's mad cool. He's not Justin Timberlake. He knows that. But the thing is, Kelly has had a, a distinguished, awesome career on her own. And she has. That, that's not what you said. That's not what you asked. That, but that's not what right. Right. Like that's I not thought what you that, said. I guess I kind of thought that was a given. Like I'm like, it didn't really cross my mind that it would be seen as a bad thing because to me, like she's Kelly Rowland, bro. Like she's a fucking star. Like this, I didn't even like people. She's like an icon. She's an icon, not only for Destiny's Child, but for, you know, and dope records she's made, but being beautiful and an actress. And like, she has a lot of stuff going on. Do you on. think there's a lot more that we don't know about? Cause they're, they're like, they're like basically family. Correct. Are they cousins or? No, I don't think so. Not blood, but like, like black they're people. Family. They, they're they family. They refer to each other as sister. Yo, they the sound the same in, in their talking voices. Right. They're sisters. They're sisters. They're essentially sisters. Right. I know they lived. I don't remember exactly. I remember just back in the day they lived with each other when they were Destiny's Child or some shit, whatever. Whoever the fuck knows. So, yeah. So, but what what were people saying, though? Like, how dare you, like, try to tarnish her name or... How dare you, know, you? How dare you compare them? You shouldn't be speaking on the culture. Compare them. 
The yeah. culture is just talking about music. To me, it was just a thing of like, man, yo, standing next to someone like that and still finding a way to shine, that's something because, woo. Like, I made the joke. I was like, I have to play second to Ebro, and it's fucking Ebro. <laughs> like, we're talking about Beyonce, for God's sake. Anyways, it wasn't well received, to say the least. I, <laughs> it was definitely one of those moments where you're, it's very easy to be like, should I just, should I just walk away? This is from people, it all. People don't want me here. No. And then I went to ComplexCon this weekend. Yeah. Right. For the good folks at Canon. And walking around ComplexCon, I was like, yo, Twitter is bullshit. It's bullshit, man. It's, it's bullshit. Bu- yo, I couldn't, I couldn't walk for 20 seconds without someone coming up to thank me, say something right. legitimately kind. By the way, yeah. 10% of them white. Right. 10%. All, all black people of color. Very few yeah. white people. So I'm like, the, because the perception I get when something like this happens is that black Twitter despises me. Right. And and then you remember there's like such a disconnect between what people see on these Twitter clips. And then, and then Scythe, the next level of different. So there's people who just see the Twitter clips. They don't even know you. Then there are people who just watch your interviews and know you that way. Yeah. Then there are New Yorkers who straight up know my life. They're like, right. no, no, I know you. Like, yeah. I, I know what you're about. I remember when you got divorced. I don't know if you know this. I was divorced. I yeah, know I that. I, I know your dog's name. Like right. New York is a whole different thing. Right. But, but it's, it's still not. It's still surface. It's hot 97 celebrity surface. They still don't know you're a, a dope underground, uh, an underground DJ. Thank you. Man. A DJ who plays records. Yeah. Um, breaks artists. Yo, Saif, by the way, do you know the hottest director in Hollywood right now? Is a one ep stan. Go on. I've been meaning to tell you this. Go on. Um, he hit me up on Instagram. I yeah. was doing. A, I did a live one day on the one ep account. That's right. When I was, do you ever see that? No. I like you would have just seen it pop up as a video on on the one ep account. I was just going through records in my house, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna hit live on one ep and talk about records to whatever fifty people yeah. want to see it. So I'm doing that and I'm going through random records and this guy, Calmatic comments and is like, yo, Rosenberg, I sent you a DM. You need to go check it out. Okay. Calmatic. Calmatic. I check out the DM. Mm -hmm. He did a commercial. It's a commercial for Geico. There's like a, a mobile home driving and the mobile home makes a turn. And he he zoomed in on the street sign where it takes a turn and it says years ago trail in the commercial. Yeah. He put it in as a one app Easter egg in the commercial. What you can't, it's so hard to see. Um, but this is the commercial. I mean, it's just Geico RV. You'll get 24 seven claims and emergency roadside service. Yeah. Even if you end up here. It's a regular Geico commercial. And you could save even more with Geico when you bundle. This is so nice. Even if you end up here. So So now this guy, Calmatic, right? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm working on some other stuff. You know, things been going good. I'm like, oh, what's going on? 
Well, I directed the new house party movie. Mm. And That's for LeBron. I, and I'm directing the Vince Staples TV show. And then he directed the Kendrick video that dropped last week. <laughs> Shit. My man is out of here. What's his name? Calmatic. I already oh, told him. I already told him. What his name name. I said, oh, I don't, I don't know his name name. I think oh. that's what he goes by. And um, I already told him when we do the one app TV show, let's have that conversation. He's down since day one. So shout out to Calmatic. Congratulations, bro. Wow. That's funny. The guy who directed Mo's show on Netflix, his name is Stick, I believe. Okay. Stick, no, Slick. Bro, this guy used to give me CDs in front of Hot 97. Wow. Rapper kid. And I met him with Mo. He directed. No, he didn't direct Mo's special, but he was at Mo's special taping. That's where I met him. And he goes, you remember me? I go, you look familiar. He goes, yeah, I'm slick. I used to give you CDs in front of Club Speed and Hot 97. I go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you. I, I played it, right? I, I played some of your shit. He goes, yeah, yeah. You played some of my shit, man. I really appreciate that. Da, 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 da. I go, what are you up to now? He goes, oh, I'm directing Mo's show on Netflix. I'm a director. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. What? What the fuck? That's crazy. By the way, I like, I like, I, I watched my first episode of Mo's show the other day. It's done um, really well. It's done really well. And then, and then <laughs> who, your other boy that directed our video, Sleepies, Mike Ratner. Mike Ratner. I saw him with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart had some game show. Yo, Ratner won a Grammy last week. He won a Grammy. Sorry, he was nominated for a Grammy. For what? For, I think, the Bieber doc. We should get Bieber on one app. We got a lot of connections to him. What are we doing? With our lives? I think we're doing good. We, no, we missed the boat. We missed the boat. The boat hasn't left yet. There's still boat. There was a a boat. No, there was a boat. Oh, you mean mean that boat? A lot of boats. The fact of the matter is, the only thing that we fucked, here it is. I'll pinpoint the, the moment. When things started getting nervous, on the air prior to Summer Jam 2012 and the Nicki Minaj fiasco. We should have been like, yo, this isn't going to work out long term. Let's focus. <laughs> let's focus on this podcast shit. This podcast, this podcast shit is going to be the next wave. Let's start filming every episode right now. Let's do every, and we picture did- it. Picture it, 1972. Hey, you guys want to invest in Casio? No, get the fuck out of here, man! You stupid idiot. Yeah, well, no. Trust me, people are going to use this thing, man. It's a really cool keyboard. <laughs> but so, but but at the same time, how can I really give us a hard time when, like, how would we know that podcasting was going to go where it went? Should we have gotten the hint when Combat Jack? And the other podcast started. Should we have gotten the hint? Yeah. Like, oh, we need to get our shit together right now. Yeah, we, we, whatever. We talked about this so many times. Yeah, we fucked up. We missed a boat. It's not, we, we didn't miss it yet. We missed one boat, but we, now we got to grab another boat. You just got to get another one. We missed that okay. one. I will tell you something that annoys me though. When we did the Math Hoffa podcast, it annoys me that when you did the little, um, oh, I got to read a great comment in the Discord about you, Sid. You're going <laughs> to love it. So, when, when we brought up being the originators, yeah, math was great the whole time. I'm not mad at math, but he he when we did that, he goes, "Yo, shout out Combat Jack." Right. It sort of, it sort of feels like a diss. It sort of feels like a we don't believe you. You need more people. That's sort of what it feels like. Do you feel that way or no? 
when he like, said it or in general? No, he did. In the, in that moment, no, no, are you talking? asking me about when he said it or in general when people say that? In any setting, if you were to be like, yo, you know, we're the first hip hop podcast. And the first response they have is shout out Combat Jack. It feels like a, you're not the real ones. Well, even though, of course, shout out Combat Jack, but it's a separate conversation. Well, here's the deal, though. There's someone who can clear this all up. You mean Combat Jack? Combat Jack. <laughs> you my mean boy Reggie. My boy Reggie can clear all this up and explain that he shouted us out as being the originators and he loved us. Except for when you had beef with him, but even yeah. so, but even we, when you had beef with him, the guy was stopped. such a gentleman. Yep, he bigged up Juan Epp. Yep, and then we so eventually he clear all this stuff. So, how do we get him on the line? Well, we 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 had a podcast. We did the episode with him at A three C. God rest his soul. And and he said this many times. It's just like it annoys me that listen. If we want to talk about combat, I'm always down to talk about him. But when we're in the middle of saying, "Hey, Juan Epp." original podcast and you go shout out to another podcast it just feels like we have our moment for a second before so listen to this discord site listen to this comment someone had about you i want to get your feedback on this most times the things said in the discord are actual trash not even worth putting a thought into but every once in a while here you go i'm laughing a lot today man it's a good day you're having fun okay gamecube that dude uh posted oh that's Matt, Math Hoffa episode is dope. For the patrons and discorders, I'll try my best to explain the Scythe tactics. <laughs> he battle rapped against Math Hoffa and came away with a W in a metaphorical sense. Um, <laughs> not he's he, he said not three zero, but two one one F. Scythe of sounds, I peeped game. They didn't know what you were doing, but I do. <laughs> In order for the episode to not be a shit on Rosenberg party and get into a whole culture vulture, look at the Chuck D incident, Nicki Minaj incident, etc. Scythe came in wearing his mom's old NY street gang jacket, LOL, and was ready for battle. Scythe dictated how the Moth Math Hoffa one ep collab was going to go. He made it about him not getting credit. And then proceeds to name drop the rest of the episode enough <laughs> to where Matt never even gets to ask Pete about Chuck, Nikki, Ooh. or anything that Ooh. Rosenberg's been involved in controversy-wise. Well done, boys. When it fully drops, it should definitely give Juan Epp a boost. That was my attempt to explain the Scythe-isms like he broke down the Flex versus Griselda drama. Eleanor. I respect that. I respect that. Not all the way on point. But I do respect that. Well, you mean he's giving you slightly, slightly too much credit? Uh, no, 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 no. He's a hundred percent right. He's a hundred percent right, and I had more in the bag. The problem was, the problem was we had to we had the interview set up for Math Hoffa, and for so I had to cancel because I went away. So we had to reschedule it. While I rescheduled it, all the Kyrie and Kanye shit happened. Oh yeah, that too. We should have been on point and not have done it in the midst of all that anti-Semitism Kanye bullshit. Because when you're involved, anytime you're there, you're the quote unquote Jewish expert. Mm -hmm. So we should have rescheduled again, but I we didn't want to miss it. Yeah. And how would we know that it was going to get even I mean, crazier? Right. Right. Uh, Within the time we scheduled it to the time we did it. Right. So 
that took away a lot of the and take off dying. Rest in mm-hmm. peace. Oh, that day or the day before. It started off in, with a sad tone, and I tried to bring the funny in, and it wasn't the time for it. But that guy is 100% right, though. I did have tactics. I was going with some shit. You you were you did you did think I don't feel like this having to be a Rosenberg defending himself for two hour podcast a hundred percent because they're gonna get some in of course but why I like Meth Hoffa is because they talk all that street shit mm-hmm. I wanted to get our street shit out because we have some directly and indirectly like mm-hmm. when I had the pre interview with Math I had the pre interview but he was like certain things we want to talk about. The Mob Deep Saigon thing. That's the street shit for us. We we were, well, mostly you, but we were in the middle of some shit. Mm-hmm. The Jamaican guy in front of Hot 97. Mayno, meeting Mayno in the streets. Mm-hmm. All that stuff I wanted to like. How, like, how Hove, here's a name dropper, Mr. Name Dropper. Here's the name dropper. How Hove used to listen to us at 5 a.m. on the way to the Clearport. You know what I mean? Like, Hove used to text us. Well, you remember that whole remember that remember that time we were talking about snitching and he texted us with the definition of snitching. Oh yeah, yeah. He was on it. He used to, you know what I mean, Mister Name Dropper, Name Dropper number one, Name Dropper. The Jim Jones shit didn't come up because I wanted to talk about the Jim Jones shit, but then how he shouted you out in the record. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of street shit, but it just got caught up with the Jewish stuff, and then and then somehow like payola. Because we were like the radio people, guy. Yo, can I tell you the truth? You know what? Let's. Should we go to Patreon for the rest of the Patreon? Well, it's, it's about to be, get interesting. Because it's going to be Thanksgiving. We're not going to get back together again this week. And we want we to go someone. to Patreon because it is very interesting. It is only $7.50 a month. Wow. That is a great fucking price. Patreon.com slash one up is life, you said? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. It's only seven fifty a month. I know podcasts that charge one hundred and ninety thousand dollars for their not, not for true, their but for their we monthly. Actually, we actually kind of content. charge a lot, but we do try to give a lot of content. Just do, do you know? Do your favorite podcast host a favor, and if you see someone saying something horrible and vile about them on social media, drop a comment <laughs> and go. He's a great guy. What are you talking about? You see the comment I posted on the One Up is Life Instagram where the guy's like, "I had to unsubscribe to the Patreon because I can't fucking stand Rosenberg, piece of shit." Yo, Sife, great job. <laughs> Like what? You were subscribed to the Patreon and you hated me? Like I talk entirely too much. This is a very 50-50 podcast. If you hate one of us, that's a tough <laughs> listen. And it's 50% each one of us basically every episode. All right. See you on Patreon, everyone. Oh, no, wait. Before we go to Patreon. What happened? Wednesday night, I'm doing a, a show with Funk Flex, uh, a Thanksgiving Eve situation yeah i saw seven to midnight i'm gonna break a bunch of records i I got some exclusive underground ish that i'm gonna squeeze in there after 11 o'clock flex called me last night with the playbook how he Mm -hmm. wants to uh run the thing no well well, uh, you can't tell us tell us on patreon i'm gonna tell you on patreon (laughs) we love you and if you're not a patron we still love you have a wonderful thanksgiving